Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? Welcome in. The Bears schedule is out. It is a fun night on the NFL calendar, even if we've already known the opponents for a while. But welcome in to the CHGO Bears podcast. My name is Adam Hogue alongside Nicholas Moriano and Will DeWitt. And we are here to break down the full slate. 17 games and anything short of 17 and oh guys it's just a disaster in my mind <laughs> uh sure adam sure yeah we'll go with that <laughs> uh well it is official the schedule has come has come out and uh week one is um a, f- a fun slate in my mind in terms of nfl games and we got one of the quarterback matchups that we knew we'd get with the bears but he, he, he it's just to start the season. Bills and Rams. That's mm-hmm. a good way to start. You got Russell Wilson versus versus the Seahawks. A lot of good stuff in week one. Um, guys, before we get to each game here, just any initial thoughts as this thing was trickling out throughout the day? Nick, you want to start? Yeah, for me, I think um, when you look at, and we knew Green Bay week two would be we saw that kind of early on, but it's just a measuring stick right in the beginning of the season, going to Green Bay and having to play you know, at Sunday Night Football, right? So when you see that you for this new regime, they're going to see exactly what the what they should be striving for in terms of consistency in the NFC North. It's the guys uh, in the Green Bay Packers. So when I saw that, it's like, all right, whatever happens week one, Week two is where the season officially will get real if it didn't already um, against San Francisco um, 49ers. Guys, I'm just excited that we're going to be able to have Thanksgiving this year without having to worry and cover, you know, a Chicago Bears team so we can enjoy time with our family and not have to do some double duty or in, you know, Nick and Adam's case in the past, like actually traveling and not being with family. So I think that's for me, uh, def- the definite benefit that I saw, you know, just overall with the schedule, and I'm sure we'll talk more big picture takeaways on this thing as well that I have, but that was one of the first things I saw, Adam, like, hey, we can actually be with our family on like one of the bigger holidays of the year. Absolutely. Enough of those uh, Thanksgiving uh, trips. It, the worst part is the airport closes at like two, so you can't even fly home if you want. You have to drive home from Detroit. Um, so we've done a couple steak and shake. Thanksgivings, yeah. <laughs> it, which is nice. pretty much pretty much the only way to go there. Um, but yeah, here we are. It's time to go through this thing. And we do know, guys, that week one, the 49ers will visit Soldier Field. So the Bears opening up at home against the San Francisco 49ers. And I guess we don't necessarily know who's playing quarterback for the Niners. Will this be a uh, Jimmy Garoppolo homecoming or will it be Trey Lance versus Justin Fields? But guys, uh, what are you uh, thinking for this opener at Soldier Field? Well, I'm excited about it, Adam, honestly. And when I was looking into like 
what the vibe is over there in San Francisco around this 49ers team, they believe it's going to be Trey Lance, like out there week one, just with uh, their limited cap space right now. I don't think they have enough money to even sign their draft class. And they've been <laughs> trying to move Jimmy Garoppolo as well. And obviously that hasn't happened yet, but they have to figure out some way to make money available for their rookies. And again, like I said, they think it's Trey. And if it's Trey Lance week one, that's an interesting situation for the Bears because it's going to be his first start. He hasn't had a lot of experience over the last couple of years just due to the 2020 and taking the year and all that things you know, behind it. Uh, but at the same time, there's no NFL tape on him, so you don't have a lot to kind of prepare for. So if that ends up being the case, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Uh, but hopefully with Iberflus and, uh, of course, Alan Williams, I, I think that would be a good matchup. And you got Trey versus Justin, which would be a huge headliner. But I, I love it, and I think – I pulled our Twitter account, and most fans, when I said, what's the one home game to go to this year, everyone is circling this exact game, and uh, I can see why. Yeah, for me, Adam, I think just looking at this matchup, uh, I think of last year when the 49ers were a team on, I think, a three- or four-game losing streak, and they came into Chicago, um, and they were also on a losing streak themselves, but the Bears could not take care of business, could not stop the run. Jimmy Garoppolo what finished with a couple of rushing touchdowns and was able they were able to beat the Bears in that one and really just decimate that Bears defense. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what what Matt Eberflus Allen Williams can do to kind of stop that running game. They also didn't play against a George Kittle in, in that game. So that's gonna be obviously a huge addition if, you know, you know, health is not a, a question there in week two. But yeah, it's a tough way to start because that's a, a team that I think you know, last year obviously didn't play to the capabilities, but should be looking to be a contender again back here in, um, you know, 2022. Yeah, I, you know, I'm one that likes to uh, keep track of uh, and care about when, like, the actual game times are and the TV networks, and this is just going to be a regular old noon game uh, to start mm -hmm. the season, which is which is fine. Um, and, you know, maybe the amount of exposure it ends up getting in that noon window will ultimately be decided on if this is Trey Lance versus Justin Fields or not. Um, but the Bears will be zero and zero going into this game. Now, already seeing that they are a six and a half point underdog, which I believe was the same spread last year in LA against the Rams. That was a road game, and the Rams were, um, you know, supposed to be pretty good. Of course, I think expectations are still pretty high for the 49ers as well. Um, but I have to give this one a loss for the Bears. I just, you know, I think that this is a, a tough opponent. The element of surprise could help them a little bit offensively, um, but I just think the 49ers at the end of the day are the better football team. So I'm I'm predicting a 0-1 start for the Bears. Same here, Adam. Going 0-1 as well. I think you, you look at coaching early on too, like what the San Francisco 49ers have there, especially early on. I'm going to lean towards the 49ers to get that W at, at Soldier Field. Well, you're both wrong because I have the Bears winning <laughs> this one. And I don't know. You, Adam, you said at the top, it's a disaster if it's not 17-0. So I don't know why we need to break down the remainder of the schedule. I look at it with, if it is Trey Lance, the inexperience I think will show. The element of surprise for the Bears offense, like you said, Adam, will be a big benefit. And on top of that, it's week one. It's like the wackiest week in the entire NFL. You see these underdogs win all the time. And honestly, I'm going to just hope that's the Bears' case. They're at home. I should The energy should be you know, up there, especially if fans are as excited as they are here today. So I'm going to say the Bears sneak one here, knowing there's a big game coming up in week two that you know they may not be able to pull out. But this one, I, I think there's a shot. Yeah. Did, by the way, did, did we did – we, Bury the lead I would, on the preseason schedule? I guess so. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously kidding. But uh, if anybody <laughs> would like to know, before we get to the Week 2 game, um, the Bears preseason schedule will be starting at home on August 13th against Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, then they're going to go to Seattle for a Thursday game uh, just a few days later uh, and play the Seahawks out in Seattle. And then they, I guess, are returning to their old Cleveland Browns game to end the preseason. So they will go to Cleveland. So two road preseason games, one home game because they get the nine uh, regular season home games this year is how that works. All right. So, hey, so. We, get the, we get the Browns game to cap it off. Like that yes. just feels right. Yep. Uh, Going to let everyone know right now, my cousin's getting married that day and 
I'm not going to be watching that Browns game. So um, you guys can enjoy that one. I'm going to be enjoying uh, a very nice uh, wedding with my cousin in Minnesota. So um, everybody enjoy that Bears-Browns game. I'll, I'll meet you at Soldier Field week one for the Bears-49ers game. All right, week two, the uh, the game you knew was coming. Uh, it, it, it's always on Sunday night. I you, Everybody needs to love something the way that NBC loves Bears-Packers at Lambeau Field on Sunday night football. It's like a guaranteed game every single year. You just don't know what week it's going to be. This time, it's in September, which is actually awesome because, you know, there's only going to be one game separating the teams at that point, uh, unless they both do have the same result in week one. And the weather in Green Bay will be pretty solid. So a good opportunity to go visit Lambeau Field if you've never done that. Uh, September 18th, Bears-Packers at Lambeau Field. One of my favorite games of the year every single year. Such a great location, guys. But... Um, I'm not going to fall into this trap like I used to. As long as Aaron Rodgers is playing quarterback and owning the Bears, I will be picking the Packers to win this one. Yeah, that's a good way of going about it there, Adam. And I asked Will this question. I'll ask you this right now. When was the last time the Bears beat the Packers in September? If you had to guess, Adam, when would you even ballpark that happening? I think if you know if you watched the episode before this today, you know the answer. I'm just curious, Adam, when was the last time that happened? Wait, when's the last time the Bears beat the Packers in September? In September, yep. Uh, it would have been the um, it would have been a day game, correct? Mm-hmm. And it would have been when Erlacher had that long fumble recovery for a touchdown, which I'm putting as 2008. Ah, okay, I gave no, no, Will no, no, no. Two 2007, 2007. Damn it, now you got out of the two-year yeah. buffer. It's 2010. 2010 oh. that happened. So that was the last time the Bears beat the Packers in September. Um, it was a 20-17 game, but you had the play right. You identified it. But, yeah, yeah so it's been a while since we've actually seen that. And like you, uh, I'm not going to drink any of the Kool-Aid when it comes to Bears-Packers. We know exactly how that usually goes. Since 2010, the Bears have had four wins against the Packers. So night game. I'm still going to pick the Green Bay Packers for the same reason you did. They have Aaron Rodgers. So, got the Bears going 0-2 to start this 2022 season. All right, so this is why you're wrong this week. No, I'm kidding. I have the Bears <laughs> losing as well. It's, it's You guys hit it all. It's primetime in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. That's the trifecta. And you only really need one of those for the Bears to lose these matchups. However, this is a new regime. Uh, Matt Eberflus being the first-year head coach. Uh, very similar to Levy Smith, who I know we'll be talking about soon. Uh, his very first year against Green Bay happened in week two. is at Lambeau, and he came out with a victory. So it's not impossible. That was Brett Favre just saying, like, maybe this could be a game where we see a turning of the tides, perhaps. I don't think so yet here today, but uh, I just wanted to at least throw it out there into the universe and you know, see what comes out to fruition. But, yeah, uh, have the Bears on the wrong side of this one. All right, moving on. Uh, as uh, we'll try to keep track of what our total records are at this point, but then it's I'm going to end up losing track. We'll have to do it individually, I probably, uh, if I can give you guys that challenge. But uh, So Nick and I have the Bears starting at 0-2. Will's got them going 1-1 one one in the first two weeks. Back to the noon time slot. Get used to these because it's pretty much one trip on NBC, one trip on Monday Night Football, one trip on Thursday Night Football, and then the rest of the schedule are noon games, unless the Bears can play their way into some more primetime games late in the year. But uh, this was one you could pretty much slot down for noon early on. The Houston Texans, Lovey Smith, returning to Soldier Field September 25th, noon game on CBS but, guys, I mean, this is where you, you're hoping for a early season victory, I'm thinking. Uh, maybe the first time the Bears are favored. Uh, probably the first time they're favored in a game in 2022. So, Nick, let's start with you. You think they pull this one out? I do. I think this is where the Bears get their first win in the season. Um, I think a, maybe a storyline that gets kind of overlooked, too, is like Davis Mills was in this quarterback draft class from a year ago. So it'll be Mills versus Fields, that, and you can put that together. But I think the Bears um, will get the best of Lovey Smith and his return to Soldier Field and get that first win of the season and go, in my projected right now, through three games, one and two. Okay. I have the Bears winning this one as well. Old school, new school. 
you know, Smith, Eberflus, very similar. Eberflus is kind of, you know, inspired by Lovey. Lovey is the one, of course, that's been in the league for a while, went away for a bit. Now he's back. I just think the Bears are the better team, uh, and I believe you know having the home field advantage, having Justin over Davis, uh, I feel good about. Uh, so for me, uh, like Nick, I have the Bears winning, so that takes me up to two and one. Which, if we're sitting at two and one in Chicago, like at, towards the end of September, like I'm feeling really good about that. Yeah, I, I mean, this is an underrated. This is one of those games that is um, not going to get any buzz nationally at all, but locally, the storylines in the week ahead are going to be kind of fun, actually, because you do have the Davis Mills versus Justin Fields angle. You have the Matt Eberflus versus Lovey Smith angle. Um, you'll be coming off another Packer game, which will be, mm-hmm. you know, fueling fire, I'm sure, for a couple days uh, leading into this one. So I, I think it's um, in terms of locally, I think it is a fun early season matchup. I agree with just the idea that I think they have the better quarterback in this game. And I think that they have the, the better o- overall roster. Um, I'm sure Lovey Smith would love to have Roquan Smith on his defense, but the Bears have him. So uh, I'm going to take the Bears to win this game. And, um, and, and I guess in my estimation, start one and two. All right. Now we move to October, week four, one of two trips to New York. It'll, the first trip will be against the Giants. Brian Dable could have been a guy that the Bears hired. Joe Shane could have been a GM the Bears hired. Instead, they both go to New York to the Giants. It's a noon game on Fox. And um, kind of a hard one to call, quite frankly. I I mean, I think the Giants are going to be somewhat of a stubborn team. I still don't think they're that good. But I don't know how much confidence I have either about the Bears going to New York and winning this game. Okay, well, I'll say this, Adam. Uh, the Bears have won the last three against the New York Giants, and yes, Mike Glennon was playing the very last one that the Bears played, and you saw what kind of happened happened there at Soldier Field. But to me, I look again that quarterback matchup. I know Daniel Jones is entering what the fifth. What it's already is going to be year five, which is kind of crazy to say, but I still like Justin Fields in this and what the Bears can do to you know just what get another victory in my eyes and get two in a row here after coming off a victory over the Texans and uh, being able to go to New York and like in October, a lot of a, a road games. We'll definitely talk about that in the next matchups, but I have them winning this one and getting a victory over the New York Giants. I'm with you, Nick. The Giants were four and 13 a, a year ago. Adam mentioned just like the bears, they have a lot of changes happening in the front office, the coaching staff as well. And I feel like the bears, since they were a little bit better last year, uh, and they've had the similar turnover, and I'm not as intimate with what's going on over there in New York with the Giants, but I do feel good about this Bears direction. And like you said, I'm going to roll uh, with the hot hand here uh, with the Bears in this kind of, you know, the series, I'll, I'll call it, because it seems like they've been playing the Giants almost every single year lately, uh, just because they've mm-hmm. been finishing parallel in those divisions. But yeah, I have the Bears going as well. So three and one, <laughs> like, how am I doing this? I don't know how you're doing this, but if they're three and one, they're one of the uh, hot early stories in the NFL that everyone's excited about. Uh, if they're really going three and one to start the season, I had that. This is this shows you how uh, you know confident we are about these predictions we are making here in May. I had to go back and look at the uh, <laughs> predictions I made just like two hours ago in Slack. Uh, but I do have the Bears winning this game. After all that, uh, you know, you guys broke it down pretty good, and, and I do think the Bears will have the quarterback edge. Uh, one of the many stupid reasons why we do this um, <laughs> is because once you get to the season injuries, that injury report we constantly look at during the week is honestly such a huge determining factor in how these games go. Um, and right now, everybody's healthy. So as it looks right now, healthy, I'll take Justin Fields, uh, even on the road against the New York Giants. So uh, I guess I have the Bears starting two and two, which isn't all that far off from three and one. But, um, you know, it just sounds a little bit better. It sounds a hell of a lot better. <laughs> or, I don't know, 3-1 and one sounds better but for the Bears, but 2-2 two and two seems like a little bit more uh, reasonable. Is that the way I'll put it? I don't know. Realistic, yeah. Real, realistic, sure. All right, let's move on. Week 5 now. Look at this. A game in Minnesota not taking place in December or January. Unbelievable. I mean, what are the chances? 
there'll actually be nice weather for a Bears game in Minnesota. Not that it matters for the actual game because, of course, there's a dome. But we're just talking about selfishly our trips up there um, in which Nick's eyebrows are freezing and things like that. <laughs> um, so this is a noon game on Fox, October 9th. And it's too bad this wasn't a week before because I feel like the White Sox finished their season in Minnesota against the Twins. Mm. Or the, or maybe it's at home in the week before is in Minnesota, but there's there's definitely some White Sox Twins action going down the finish the AL Central there right around the same time, but uh, uh, that's not going to apply here. I'll start on this one, guys. Um, you know, it's very fascinating the directions the Vikings and Bears have gone in this offseason because they both changed GMs, they both changed head coaches. Uh, the Vikings hired a guy that the Bears also looked at. Quasi Adolfo Menso, and they also, and then they did what the Bears didn't do, and they went offensive. They hired an offensive mind from Sean McVay's team, and I, I however this plays out, like the Vikings are going to be a team that we're constantly looking at for how this stuff plays out over the coming years. But then they kind of made a very surprising decision, at least in my mind, to add another guaranteed year to Kirk Cousins' contract. I just feel like. This, despite all the changes on both teams, is going to end up being a very similar game that we've seen between these two teams in past years, despite all of that change. And I just think in Minnesota, on this one, I got to side with the Vikings, who I believe will would be favored. Of course, that will depend on the first four weeks of the season. But uh, I'm going to take the Vikings as it stands right now here in May. Nick, I'm curious. I'm going with the Vikings as well here, Will. Um, another connection or storyline you can look Andrew Junko coming from Minnesota, helping out the Bears now in the, the quarterback room and things like that. But I think what it's going to come down to, like those rookies that the Bears drafted in Brisker and Gordon, man, they're going to get tested with guys like Adam Thielen and, and um, Justin Jefferson. And obviously they have Dalvin Cook there. So this, this Bears defense is really going to be put in all levels of – you know, from the defensive line, linebackers, and obviously DBs are going to be tested here in this game. And because it's in Minnesota, I will give the Vikings this victory. Um, so they'll win their first road game in October. Second one against the Vikings, I have them losing. I also have the Bears losing this one. Usually I have the Vikings series being split. Uh, the Vikings did win both matchups a year ago. Uh, and I do think, like you said, Adam, it's going to be interesting to see exactly where these two teams are come week five. But uh, after my three to one start, a little bit of reality check. Can't get too far ahead of yourself here. Tough road environment in Minnesota. Divisional game. Uh, but the Bears will drop it. So that's 0-2 in the division, though, but 3-2 and overall. Uh, interesting situation for Coach Flus. Uh, and I can't wait to share uh, exactly how they're going to respond. So this next game now as we move into prime time. It'll be on a short week going from Minnesota to a home game against the Washington Commanders Thursday, October 13th. 7:15. This is uh, one of those prime video Thursday night games that fans are going to have to get used to. Um, although I assume that locally they're going to still come up with um, the local broadcasts like the NFL usually does. But at least nationally, this is on prime video. So, guys, I feel like there's a handful of games on this schedule in which, you know, maybe the Bears are favored, maybe they're not, but they're definitely winnable. Right. And let's call them toss up games. You know, I and they could probably go either way. I sort of feel like that Giants game was the first one we came across. Here's one against Washington. These are the games that to me are going to decide whether or not this team is, you know, somewhere around 500 or potentially as some people seem to think because the Bears are in somewhat of a rebuild here could just fall off completely and be like a four-win team. To me, these are the games that are going to decide that. Um, so with this one being at home, we know Washington's well-coached. I think, to me, the thing I think we're going to see with this Bears team is them being better coached mm -hmm. overall and be one of those teams like anytime I watch Washington on TV, I'm like, okay, you know, whether it's Taylor Heineke out there or whoever, you know, they're running with Carson Wentz. 
you you know they're going to be tough and they're going to do things mostly the right way with Ron Ron Rivera coaching that team. Um, so in some ways, I feel like this matchup is very could be very similar in that regard. Like neither team's awesome, but it could actually turn out to be a sneaky, well played football game, even if there's not a ton of points and people can get over that. So who do you have? Who do you have taking this one, Adam? I'm taking the Bears. I think in again, I think it's a toss up, but it's a home game, so I'm going. I'm going with a W, but it could easily see it going the other way too. Yeah, and I I'll have it go the other way in Washington's favor. And what I'm looking at is that front seven that Washington has going against this Bears offensive line with Chase Young, Darian Payne, Jonathan Allen, Monte Sweat. Like, that could have this Bears offensive line sweating in terms of trying to fast block and keep Justin Fields upright in this game. So I do have the Washington Commanders coming to Soldier Field and being just a little bit too much for this Bears offensive line to handle because that's probably, you know, other than Week 2 in Green Bay, this is going to be one of the better front sevens that the Bears will face um, this season. I think the best part about this is the bears do have a few weeks to kind of figure it figure it all out up front at least get a little bit of a a groove going hopefully Uh, if that's the case that could mitigate it a little bit but like you said nick it's going to be uh, a big challenge nevertheless for the bears i have them winning this one as well Uh, getting back on track after that road loss to the vikings uh carson wentz you know i live in the indianapolis market so a lot of his games were on tv i didn't really wow me last year and he's not going to have jonathan taylor in the backfield to bail him out nearly as much uh or at all, actually, because he's not on the same team. But you know what I mean. Uh, so for those reasons, uh, and Adam hit on a good point about the Commanders being a well-coached team uh, down there in Washington, too. But I have the Bears uh, winning this one. So 4-2, and two, baby, 4-2. and two. Hey, though, Carson Wentz does have a nighttime victory at Soldier Field and looked pretty good doing it back when he was with the Eagles. I think it was a week two Monday night game. It would I think it would have been his rookie year. That was a, that was a lifetime yeah. ago. It's a whole different Carson Wentz. True. Back when he was MVP, Carson. That's Wentz. right. It just <laughs> seems hard, like to think, like ah, he's gonna revert back to that in Washington. I don't know. Yeah, I feel bad for Ron Rivera because, like, there's just very little respect for that franchise out there, and there really shouldn't be a lot of respect. But he brings some respectability to it. Mm-hmm. It I just agree. feels like a game the Bears should win, regardless of the matchups. Although you do bring up a really good point about that loaded. D line and they just keep adding Mm -hmm. to it. So, um, all right, six games into this thing. As we keep things rolling, I do want to tell you though, about our friends at points bet. The best way to support CHGO is to download the points bet app. Use code CHGO. When you sign up, if you do that right now, you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not it. If you make a $50 more first time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. So $2,000 of free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. Any questions, email PointsBet at allchgo.com. We will help you out. And now PointsBet has the live NBA same-game parlay. You can build the perfect live NBA same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game, and you can boost those parlays too. Online sign-up is available in Illinois. Download the PointsBet app right now. Register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. What are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Alright, Chicago sports fans, if you aren't a member of our CHGO family, again, what are you waiting for? Members will have access to all of our premium content from all of our great writers. You also get, again, a free t-shirt. I'm rocking the CHGO Bears one right now. You can get that one or check out all the great shirts that we have at allchgo.com. You also get access to the members only Discord, the CHGO Lounge. And of course, we have podcasts and live shows on every single team, every single day. So you definitely can check it out. Whatever, Cubs, White Sox, Bulls, it doesn't matter. We have it. So come join this amazing family that is constantly growing here at CHGO. All right. So after the first primetime game on Thursday, October 13th. The Bears get a little bit of a mini buy before another primetime game. This one's on Monday Night Football, a fun game in New England. The New England Patriots. Nick, we'll start with you on this one. How you feeling about this road game in New England? 
I don't know why I'm feeling surprisingly good about this one, Adam, but I am for some reason. I look at Justin Fields, obviously the Mac Jones. Uh, that'll be a huge storyline in this one, but I don't even know who the offensive coordinator in New England is at this point. I don't know if they've ever even announced it. Like, that's a secret thing that they have going on right now in New England. It's never it's been announced. Secret o- it's the secret OC. Only Bill Belichick can pull it off. It might, Apparently. It might, it might be Bill. It might be Matt Patricia, for all we know. Oh. Which, is, <laughs> which that's which I you might laugh at, but if he was the defensive coordinator, we all know that the Bears should be pulling off a trade by the time this game starts for Mitch Trubisky to throw him out there against Matt Patricia's defense to guarantee a victory. The Lion but Slayer. The, that's he wasn't even the Lion. He was the Matt Patricia Slayer. <laughs> he did such a great job at making Matt Patricia look like. You know what he was in Detroit, but and I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, Mitch Mitchell Trubisky just had his uh child born. If I'm yes. not mistaken, I mm-hmm. saw that earlier. Congrats. Okay, so, okay. Congrats, congrats to, to Mitch. Mitch and his wife, uh, baby Hudson, I believe is his name. Ah. Welcome into congrats. the world. So nice, good for Mitch. Um, unfortunately, they will not have him in this game in New England. It'll be Justin Fields' first trip out there. Um, and uh, look, the last game. That the Bears played in New England. That's twenty. That's twenty fourteen, right? The game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the blowout, the Lamar point. Houston torn ACL on a sack oh, celebration game. Yeah, yeah, that was awful. But I do have the Bears actually winning this one because I look at, I look at the Patriots as a whole, you guys, and I don't know if I see these these all star kind of playmakers on either level there. Yes, they're fan, they're always going to be well coached. And that's great and all, but I don't know where the ceiling is for for Mac Jones. I don't think it's a very high one. And I think the Bears, after losing, like I said, in prime time against the Commanders, they somehow go on the road to New England and get that victory over Mac Jones and the Patriots and whoever the hell their offense coordinator is. Well, you know I appreciate, Nick, the optimism there, but I have the Bears losing this one. I'm just using history on my side here. The Bears have never won in New England, like never. Uh, the only time they ever they beat New England as, quote, the away team uh, was the Super Bowl. I think the Patriots counted as a home team, at least when you look at the database throughout all the games. That's the only time the Bears have beat them uh, as the away team. Patriots coming off a 10-7 year. It's going to be Monday night. Uh, and, again, new regime. I try not to hold – you know, them accountable for what happened in the past, but these primetime games tend to not go the Bears' way. And I have them winning one Thursday night. I don't know if they can get lucky twice with Monday night. So I have the Bears losing to the Patriots. That is uh, – that's an outstanding nugget that you had, Will. There. That's, <laughs> I mean, not for the Bears, but that's a – yikes. That's not good. It is interesting. The Bears – I mean, the Bears' bye week is not until week 14. So yeah. this little mini bye that they have – uh, what are we now at this point? We're between week six and week seven. So week seven is this game against the Patriots. They're gonna have to probably get right physically because they haven't, you know, they're still basically halfway to their bye week at that point. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of a tough situation that they're gonna have to battle through. And it's tough back to back games because after this Patriots game, and I, I'm taking the Patriots. I'm not gonna repeat all things you guys said, but I am taking the Patriots to win this game. Then they got a quick turnaround. You go Monday night to Sunday. One last day to prepare, and these are back-to-back road games. You're going to Dallas facing a tough opponent against the Cowboys on October 30th. This is slated for a noon game on Fox, which of any of the surprising developments, I guess, with the TV schedules, just maybe I thought that this would have been a primetime game. Cowboys, Bears again, uh, possibility of... Uh, Thanksgiving, which didn't happen. So it's just right now slated for a noon game on Fox, and that's fine. Uh, but I think this is a tough game for the Bears to win, guys, because I think that Cowboys offense will still be working. And, yeah, I just I got to go with, <laughs> with Dallas. Yeah, it's hard when you're going up against the, the team last year, the Cowboys, that were first in the league in total yards and first in the league in points scored. Uh, and hopefully the Bears' defense is not going to be a slouch and they can kind of limit some of that. But those matchups are still a, a little scary at this point. Cowboys are a really good team last year, 12-5. and five. It's just when you get to the playoffs, like then I would mm-hmm. feel better about it. Uh, the Bears are 2-1 and one in that building. Uh, so if you're looking at the historical context, like, 
there's a chance here, but I do believe if the Bears defense can slow down that offense and hold them to a respectable number, it could be one of those games that there is a potential path to victory. But if they struggle, like they're not going to win in a shootout here by any means. And this is a game, you know, Eberflus going up against one of his former teams because uh, he was there mm-hmm. in Dallas for a bit too. So that has a little extra something special uh, for him. But uh, with all of that, I do have them losing here to the Cowboys. So back-to-back losses for the Bears. But all I'm going to say to our listeners is, uh, you know, get ready for some magic in the second half. Ooh, okay. I, I also have the Bears losing this one, you guys. Robert Quinn gets to go back and face his former team too. So maybe he'll have a good game in this one if, you know, Still healthy, still on the team at this point. But I do have the Bears dropping this one after getting that victory against the Patriots, like I just said. All right, we'll keep it rolling here to get all this in uh, in an hour. But uh, So at this point, I had the Bears at 3-5. and five. And the way you're going to see, at least from my uh, predictions here on the schedule, a little bit of uh, some, some runs here. And despite back-to-back losses against the Patriots and Cowboys, I actually have the Bears entering a little bit of stretch of, of victories, multiple victories in a row. And it starts week nine against the Miami Dolphins, although I would definitely put this in that same category of those toss-up games that are kind of hard to figure out at this point. The Dolphins, of course, were brutal to start the year. Then they went on a huge winning streak before losing their last game of the year, and then they fired their head coach. Uh, They bring in my guy, Mike McDaniel, and this is hard to go against Mike McDaniel in this spot. Um, And I have to say, while I am predicting a W here, this already feels like one of those painful games that the Bears lose, and you're like, how did that happen? And everybody's freaking out on Monday and Tuesday pretty much the whole week over it. Um but I don't. I maybe it's the lack of confidence in Tua mm-hmm. that I have, and I liked him so much coming out. But there's just sort of a lack of buzz there. Now, Tyreek Hill is scary. And yeah, it, but did you see the clip, Adam? <laughs> like, do where, he under, where he underthrew? Yeah, like that's what's gonna happen. Like, and then we're gonna have Brisker, who's gonna give him away with the interception. There you and, go. And then things will work out. But. Uh, at least over here, guys, I have the Bears winning, and I don't know why, because, Adam, you said it, this could be one where the Bears lose, and it's like a gut-wrenching loss, but I feel like that always happens against the Dolphins, like historically throughout the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Dolphins lead the series 9-4, to and in November games in Chicago, there's only been three games where Miami's came to town in November, and the Dolphins are 3-0, and wins in 75, 91, and 2006. However, that changes. The Bears are going to snap that streak. So I have the Bears winning this one, improving to five and four now for my record. Okay, I have the Bears. I have the Bears losing this one, you guys. Um, you mentioned Tyree Kill, but there's also Jalen Waddle. There's a lot of speed on that offense for for the Dolphins, and even if the ball is underthrown, though, that's why you get guys that can create yards after the catch that can just go and create offense when you don't have, you know, the best quarterback and the most accurate guys. So. I do have the Bears dropping this one to the Dolphins. But like you, this is definitely one of those toss-up games where you want to see where each team is heading into this matchup. But I do have the Dolphins winning. Yeah, and is honestly, it just like I said, this is a, this is a big toss-up. I guess though, the three toss-up games I've had, I've had them winning all three. So that's probably wrong. <laughs> if I'm just being honest. <laughs> and this is a this is a big week too, Adam, because this will be the third first year head coach that Iberflus have gone up against head to head. If you're not mm-hmm. counting Lovey Smith, I'm not gonna count him. He's not a first year head coach. He has plenty of experience underneath his belt first year in Houston though, but it'll be interesting now. You can look at those head to head matchups between first year head coaches and we'll see exactly, you know, who's the better coach team and if there's any of the teams beating themselves or not. And we'll see if it's the Bears, but um optimistic that won't be the case that's a good point about lovey too because he's really not a first-time head coach by any means and not only that but he also coached in houston last year so Mm -hmm. even though he wasn't the head coach he was the defensive coordinator so he knows this team so he's like other than the technicality of him being the head coach for the first year in houston he's really hardly seems like it um and so I, I, I like kind of excluding him from that like you did there. All right, let's go to week 10 now. Uh, the Lions making the trip to Soldier Field. This is uh, So this is the first game between the Bears and Lions in the season, not happening until November. And I, this 
this is just what it's like bears lions again like what mm-hmm. even though the, the the people are different and the lions i think are getting better i just feel like this is a game that the bears win at home because that's typically what happens against the lions except for you know that mitch trubisky game that they coughed up that 10 point lead but most times this goes the bears way at soldier field i have the w up and it's not for will it's okay a, it's a, it's a win right. here and that's all i wanted to say it's I think it's Adam. You said it. It's just same old song and dance when it comes to these two teams, and I feel confident. You know, the Bears going up against a three and thirteen and one Lions team. By this point, they'll probably be a couple wins into their season, maybe a little bit better. But at the end of the day, especially at home, I'll give this one to the Bears. Clean sweep for me too. I have the Bears winning this one to keep it, you know, simple. Bears get the W over the Lions. All right. Can they make it three in a row? They go down south to face the Atlanta Bears. <laughs> now with Nick Kwiatkowski on the team, which we, Nick, you kind of teased that possibility yesterday, I believe. And now Nick Kwiatkowski has joined the Atlanta Bears. <laughs> Nick yeah, says it. Just... And then Pace is like, that's not a bad idea. And called him up immediately. <laughs> Good call, Nick. Yeah. You connect the dots. Every single former Bear, <laughs> just see if they've been talking with Atlanta. They most likely have, and they end up there. But I do have the Bears getting the victory here against the Falcons going down there and getting that victory. I think, look, the Falcons are still they're They're in a bit of a rebuild, obviously. So um, when it when I look at just the match, it's like all the former Bears that are going to be on the field versus the current Bears. That's just going to be, you know, weird, like just seeing that all play out come uh you know once this matchup happens but i do have the bears getting this victory and making it two in a row in my my schedule here you know for me i i think the reason why i i keep siding with the bears in some of these uh closer games because i think i'd probably put this one too in that toss-up category it's just justin fields versus marcus Mariota. is is that is that gonna be what it is or you know is it gonna be different by then I just I just feel like the Bears have the advantage there. And so if it's a toss up, that's that's what I'm going with. The Bears. And they have a lot of internal film on a lot of these guys. Like just being in Chicago and now going to Atlanta. And really they're not guys that worry me. Uh, just based off of our personal experience watching them, covering them. But yeah, I have the Bears winning here as well, which I think puts three in a row for me. So definitely got a little mini streak going on. Yeah. It'll be guys before we kind of continue. Just real quick board. though, I just I do wonder yeah. if if by then we actually already seen Desmond Ritter at quarterback. Ooh, ooh, that'll yeah, that's, be that's interesting. That's potential, absolutely. So, yeah, and like one that. of many things that can change between now and then, but that that would be that would be interesting. But yeah, go ahead, Nick. Yeah, so if you guys if you enjoy CHGO, everyone listening in here. Obviously you do, and you want one way to help us continue to grow to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You'll be signing up with the fastest sportsbook easier than ever so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And hit that like button below here on the video if you're watching on YouTube. If you're catching up with the podcast, please rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to them. We appreciate you doing that helps uh, the show grow on many different uh, mediums. So we appreciate everybody who has uh, been with us and continues to jump on. We appreciate it. All right. Um, And those memberships at allchgo.com. Make sure you're grabbing those, get the free t-shirt and we'll have a, you know, some more coverage on the schedule and some of the uh, interesting breakdowns there at allchgo.com. We have, Shows on every team. So later tonight, that we still got a White Sox post game show mm-hmm. coming your way too with the uh, Yankees in town against the White Sox. So a lot of good stuff coming your way. It's always right here on CHGO. We appreciate everybody uh, sticking with us here. All right, let's continue to go through the schedule here as uh, I have stumbled into a three game Bears winning streak. 
<laughs> Which, you know, the thing is, is like it's a lot easier to put W and L's, you know, into your computer. And like once you start talking this stuff out loud, you're like, huh. come yeah. on. They play the, the Texans, Giants, Washington, Miami, um, Falcons. I got them all W's. Like they're going to lose one or two of those games. Yeah, and then they may win one of those games they have an L for. Yeah. So there's a give or take. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Um, second trip to New York coming up Sunday, November 27th. So this is Thanksgiving weekend again. No Thanksgiving game this year. We are thankful for that. Um, and instead, the Bears get a trip to out to New York for the second time. Really, it's just New Jersey. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one against the Jets, Zach Wilson. This is where I see the winning streak ending. Um, and part of it is because I just couldn't. I, I'm I just struggling to see them win both games in New York. They happen at very different times in the year. But uh, I'm very reluctantly liking what the Jets are doing. Is that okay to say? Like, I still like Zach Wilson. I like the weapons that they've added for him. And... Um, I think that this is a year where the Jets, I don't want to say they're going to be good, but like sneaky competitive. Is that okay to say? They're going to be tough. Like and that. this is a home game for them. And I, so I'm taking the Jets to win this game. What do you got, Will? I have the Bears winning. I'm going with a four game win streak. Like, you know, two trips to New York, same result. Uh, I do agree, you know, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, like good weapons for Zach Wilson. Uh, I do believe this Bears secondary. Uh, particular this time of the season, if Brisker and Gordon are developing and really getting their you know feet underneath them, I think they'll match up well. Uh, so I have the Bears winning this one. That's four in a row. And yes, I'm maybe drinking a little bit of the Kool Aid, but like I said at the top of the show, it's May. I'm gonna be doing it now. I don't mind whatsoever. But yeah, I'm gonna have the Bears coming away with their fourth in a row here. I also have the Bears winning this one. This, for me, will be three in a row. And I do agree, Adam, it is tough to win, you know, both times in New Jersey. But <laughs> I think the first time they beat the Giants, just because you look at both those rosters, even the at what the Bears have now, I think they're still better than the Giants. And at this point, later on in the season, I think we just see growth from those rookies in the secondary, from Justin Fields, where things are kind of matching up with Luke Getzey's offense. So I think they just have a little bit more for um than what the Jets can handle but Zach Wilson Justin Fields that's going to be that's going to be fun to watch because again I think those those two are going to be connected for as long as time goes so but I do have the Bears getting their third victory in the row against the Jets I'm at 8 and 4 with 5 games left if that... 8 and 4 yes sir <laughs> wow <laughs> no Yes. <laughs> hey, my gladiator parents love it. <laughs> we, had to go to the, we had to go to the Hogan John soundboard right there for that one. Eight and four. That would be quite a story if the Bears are eight and four. We'd be yeah. having a lot of fun on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, sneaky addition, too, that the Jets had in Brees Hall in the second round, yeah, too. Like, true. who could just jump right in and be, you know, they're starting running back and be pretty dangerous early on. Um, kind of like, uh, Jonathan Taylor vibes there, right? Where you're like, yeah, you know, you're not supposed to draft a running back that early, but whoever ends up with him is going to end up with a pretty good player right away. And that's, I don't know. That just kind of feels how that situation is there for the jets. And I just think that's going to be a, a tough game for the bears. All right, we move on to December still not to the bye week. One more game to go before the bye. It is the green Bay Packers at soldier field this one's just a noon game on fox and then i think the bears and packers have the same bye after that the packers didn't take their bye week after their london game first time ever going to london and not taking a bye afterwards it's very very interesting um so i just feel like the bears are gonna be like all teams are you get this point of the season banged up but the bears the lack of depth, I think, is going to hurt them more than than some other teams like maybe the Packers, um, especially like when you look at the offensive line. So, hate to do it, but Packers sweep of the Bears here as I uh, pick Aaron Rodgers again at Soldier Field. Come on, Nick. Yeah, for this one, I mean, the Bears play the Packers on my birthday, 
So it's like, I, I know how this story goes. I'm not going <laughs> to give them, you know, give them any leeway. But I have the Packers winning this one as well. Um, yes, maybe the Bears make some, uh, you know, improvements from that week two matchup early on in the season. But still, it is it is the Green Bay Packers, you guys. And right now, I do have uh, Green Bay getting that sweep over the Bears. And unfortunately, it happens on my birthday. We can go really retro, Nick, and pull Brandon, like, you know, break out the broomsticks because we're going to sweep the sweep here uh, as well. I have the Bears losing uh, this one, too. I'm not going to explain. It's Green Bay. I just wanted to sh- give the Chicago Bears website a shout-out for this awesome nugget, too, because uh, you mentioned, Adam, we're in December. The Bears do not have a December road game this year. They're all at home, plus to buy. as the first time it's happened since 1964. Wow. That's... That's impressive. But yeah, we get to be home in December. I mean, that's going to be – hopefully – I like it when it snows, you guys. Like, that's just me. I think it, Adam froze, or else he's really good at staring. <laughs> I think – uh-oh. <laughs> Did he get booted? They're like, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, and now it's just the two of us. So we can Well, just remember have- – in the first, he was it did show for the first episode because of uh, issues, electrical yeah. issues. So check Maybe your phone. Maybe they surfaced we'll, again. Yeah, we'll we'll keep tabs on Adam uh, over here. Uh, but that was Green Bay. Uh, luckily, Nick, there's a bye week that we can kind of lollygag around just for a second, and maybe Adam will hop back on. But what about you? Do you have the Bears winning the bye? I, I have them winning the bye. Uh, I don't know. If how they you don't lose. lose the bye. They're not going to lose the bye. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, Bears get the W on the bye week. So um, then you go to the Eagles, though, Will. And this is a team where the Bears, like the Bears and Eagles, they've been facing off for, you know, quite some time now. And the Eagles have actually won the last five matchups. Will, do the Bears break this streak or does this continue here after that bye week? After the Bears win the bye week, do they do they win against the Eagles? Well, I don't want to bring up, like, how poor the Bears have been after the bye like over the last decade it has not been pretty and I, I said it like four times in this episode but i'll say it one more time i'm not going to just because that historically or recently the bears have been atrocious after the bye like that's a coaching problem that they're no longer here so i'm going to give them uh, a clean slate uh, the bears have won the last two december meetings versus the eagles in chicago uh and the last time uh, was in 1995 that they played the eagles in chicago in december and that was a win. Nick, were you, were you born yet? Yeah. 94. You're, you're, I was born in 94. Yeah, so I, so. Thought. I <laughs> thought so. I was like, well, I off the top of my head, it was like 94, 95. Like either you're like one and you're walking around or you're like literally a newborn uh, at this time. And the previous one I wanted to point out, I'm sad Adam's not here because he could have told us about it. I'm sure he was in high school by then, uh, was the Fog Bowl in 88. Uh, was the other December game versus the Eagles uh, in Chicago. So a little bit of history uh, there, but no, Nick, uh, just being after the bye, and I think the Eagles would be a decent team this year. Uh, I have the Bears losing. Uh, this would be two in a row. Uh, unfortunately, the bye bug hasn't gone away just yet, uh, but maybe that's a 2023 cure uh, that's we're, that we're waiting for. I actually have the Bears getting a victory over the Eagles. I think – you know, when we go to quarterback matchups, we've been doing this mm-hmm. a lot this offseason with, you know, Justin Fields. And I think the Bears just have the better quarterback matchup in, in this specific game. And like you said, I'm, I don't want to put too much into what previous regimes have done after the bye. And hopefully this new one comes more prepared, is able to, you know, get those victories. I saw a comment here from Jeffrey. I got socks older than Nick. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe suffer some new socks, but I get it. I get the just the holding on. For, for, hey, look at that. I think we have Adam Hogue, but um, yeah, I'm here. I got the Eagles winning this one. Woo! That's a, that's you, took, you took your own bye week. Quick, that's a lightning quick router boot up, Adam. That's impressive. Well, look, we got to the bye week, so I took a I took a bye took week a bye. For, for effect. <laughs> that's what I did there. Uh, we've been it having, worked out. We've been having some all kinds of electrical air conditioning problems here at the uh, Hogue household today. So I'm not completely shocked that that happened. It was one of those moments where all of a sudden everything just flashed and then went black. And you're like, okay, well, that was terrible timing. Uh, But we are back after the bye week. Uh, Did you decide what you guys were doing for the bye week, where you were going in early December? Any of those things while I was gone? No, we just said the Bears won't lose that week. Yep. Yeah, fair. <laughs> fair. Fair point. We uh, did discuss about the Eagles, though, Adam. What, what, who do you got um, winning that one? Bears have lost the last five meetings against the Eagles. Who do you got? Yeah, I just – something about these games, they don't go the Bears' way. 
Um, I, you know, was impressed with what Nick Sirianni, Nick Sirianni did with that team last year. And, um, I like Jalen Hurts. I don't, I, I just always have, I don't, I don't think he's ever going to be one of the top, top quarterbacks in the league, but I think he's a, he's a guy that you can definitely win a lot of games with. And so I'm picking the Eagles to win that game. And I think that puts them on a, a three game losing streak in my book with the Buffalo bills coming to town on Christmas Eve. Doesn't get any easier. No, it does mm-hmm. not. So two cold weather teams going head to head. This is on Christmas Eve. It is slated for noon. So, you know, you can get this tough one out of the way early and then enjoy things with your, with your family. Um, but yeah, I, I just cannot come to a logical conclusion that the uh, bears can pull this one off on uh Christmas Eve against the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. I mean, you guys keep talking about the quarterback matchup. I mean, obviously Justin Fields over Josh Allen. No, I'm kidding. Obviously, <laughs> being facetious here, uh, but I have the Bears losing this one. Uh, the trajectory that the Bills are on uh, is just a completely different world uh, that the Bears are currently. Not to say the Bears can't get there in a few years. So we're just a little bit behind that path right now. So. Uh, for me, the Bears lose, which gives me, I think, four losses in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. One, two. Th- oh, that's only three. I'm okay. That's only three losses. I can live with this. <laughs> only three. Okay, <laughs> I have the Bears also losing this one, you guys. But, man, Matt Eberflus and Allen Williams did a fantastic job against those Buffalo Bills last season. Buffalo only scored 15 points versus that Colts defense. And, yes, obviously a completely mm. different team, but – that that whole tire that scheme is coming here to Chicago. They found something that worked in Buffalo to really mess with what they were trying to do offensively there. So if they're if this ends up being closer than maybe people are expecting, I'll go back to that game of reference. Like they found some blueprint, but again, I do have the Bears losing this one against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I don't I think the Bills have I think the Bills have found a pretty good blueprint for just being good. At football, that's true. So yeah, uh, something that. for the Bears to aspire to, though, when Justin mm-hmm. Fields takes that uh, leap that we all think he will. But uh, I think it might be a tough Christmas Eve at Soldier Field. All right, now the last two games are NFC North games. They are probably winnable games. There's certainly games in the past that you've expected the Bears to to win. Um, so I let's start with uh, Week 17 then. Lions in Detroit. I'm going W. I'm going W. I'm going the Bears getting the win. Um, again, it probably is just that lack of respect for Detroit I have. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> but I do think that uh, it'll be interesting to see where the Lions I, I, Quite frankly, I mean this. It'll be very interesting to see where the Lions are. Yeah, that, no, I, I agree with you. Uh, it, same thing with the Vikings. Like, we'll get to them in a second, but just getting there will be huge. And Adam may have had a flash again. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> just, there we go. I, I just can't get them. Oh, no. Adam. We have like the Adam like there, but he's like fading out. It's but there. He's not goes. there, but he's not it's there. Right? He's gone, <laughs> but he's back. I don't, I don't get life anymore. Hi, Adam. Yeah. I don't know what you guys heard there, but Bears win. Okay, that's, I think that's enough here. I'll say the same thing. I have the Bears winning, and Nick, can you sweep us? No, I have the Bears losing this no. one, you guys. I do, yes. I think the Lions, like, for as much crap as they get, and no Don is somewhere in this chat, I, I think, but I think they do have something, something building there. And, you know, the Bears could have easily lost both games last year, so I think, um, yeah, I'm going, I'm going with the Lions this one. They won the one in Soldier Field. They'll lose this one here. Uh, in Detroit. Oh, Adam, you are here. You, you just got really. Don't get still on us now because I'm. Oh, that, yeah. that's how I was just messing with you. I just. Yeah, you got me. I was about to. There he goes. Yeah, just kidding. All right. Uh, let's finish this thing off. Week 18, the Bears end at Soldier Field. It's against the Vikings. What do you guys think? I have the Bears winning. Uh, the Bears are 2 and 1 uh, since 2006 when they play the Vikings at home in December. Uh, so for me, I am all four. They won in 09, 2006. The Vikings won last year in a December matchup, but now it's just an anomaly here. So I have the Bears 
ending the season uh, with back-to-back wins. I know we have a graphic coming up later, but ladies and gentlemen, that's a 10-7 and season uh, over here for the Bears. And again, let me take one more sip. (laughs) And it's delicious. That is the that is the Kool Aid. Um, I have the Bears winning that game. Mm-hmm. I I already feel like guys though that I really wish that graphics said seven and ten. I feel like <laughs> I feel like that's ultimately there's so many of these games I predict, predicted W's. I am already doubting very you're much. Ju- so. You're just trying to even mine out. That's all it is. Maybe, what, maybe mm-hmm. I I just I think it's more so that when we actually walk through this whole thing, it was like all the toss up games I ended up siding with the Bears. I'm like, guess, but you said right, like maybe some maybe they pull out a surprise in there too at some point. I don't know. So yeah, that's at eight nine. I think I'm somewhere between seven and eight wins though, which is kind of what I've said on the show for a while now. So I I, I in that range makes sense to me. Yeah, and like for me, I obviously I had the Bears winning that one against the Vikings, but. Finish eight and nine. That's two wins better than last season, where they finished six and eleven. And in how mine kind of shaped up, you guys like there weren't any of those five game losing streaks or even a three game losing streak. So I think you see progress being made with this Bears team. Just again, according to the the schedule now being released and the opponents now, where they play. So yes, they're making improvements, and this is in was categorized as a rebuild year. The Bears won't say that, but that's what it really is. So Bears improve, and that's exactly where you kind of want them going trajectory-wise as they're kind of just starting things off here. Well, when you look at this overall schedule, you know, three of the first four in the road, five of the first eight are away games, but the second half of the season where I, I think it gets real friendly, four of the last five games are at Soldier Field, the only ones away, that's in a dome, and that's at Detroit uh, as well, which – uh, I've been to a few of those games. That's almost like a home game as well for the Bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm happy with the, kind of how the schedule shook out in that regard. And uh, other than the bye week being so late, uh, I'm excited uh, by it. And like you said, Adam, a lot of these toss-up games. But what excites me is the fact that you can look at these games and you can make an argument uh, why the Bears could uh, win a game. And uh, I think there was points over the last couple of seasons where none of us could do that for any of the matchups. It was just like like hopping on a preview podcast, like, all right, how do the Bears lose this week? And that was done. <laughs> and it was dreadful. It was really de- like depressing, uh, to say the least. Uh, but looking at the schedule, and again, it's only May, I-, I can see most of these games like a way that the Bears can win. It's just really a matter of execution. I, I think Jeffrey, though, in our comments, brings up a great question for you, though, Will. Of how are they? Gonna, <laughs> I, how can they win ten games without Jesper Horstead? You know, honestly, that's a great point. So I should just change it now and it's zero and seventeen uh, without Jesper, <laughs> the the magician out there on the field. There just really is no hope, and we should just implode uh, and just start it all over. But no, Nick and I had a great. Uh, you know, discussion on Horstead on the first episode today. So if you missed that, check it out. Definitely paid some, you know, homage to him as well. And, uh, you know, I gave my little tribute, shed a tear or two. And, uh, yeah, I was waiting the whole time, Adam. I thought it was like a prank that you couldn't make the show earlier and you're just going to pop out and we're talking about Jesper. Like, ha, 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 how's yeah. it feel or something like that. But it didn't end up being the case. It was real. Uh, another question from Mad Ness, rookie coach, Rookie coordinator, new offensive scheme, new defensive scheme, second-year quarterback, no stud playmakers. How can you win 10 games? Uh, all the questions are coming back to me. Uh, well, but, but here, let me help you answer this one. Now, it wasn't completely apples to apples, but rookie coach, rookie coordinator, um, at least on the offensive side, and you had a new offensive scheme. You had a third-year quarterback. You had some playmakers, but not many. And you won 12 games. I'm talking about 2018. Yeah. You know, so and I'm not saying that that's going to be the case. I just, I'm, I guess I'm shooting down a little bit the idea of new, 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 young, young, young doesn't necessarily mean, um, you know, disaster. By no. any means. You, you see teams do these and go on kind of surprise runs a little bit because, I, I keep reminding people of this. You know, the talent difference actually isn't as big as you think it is. When you, Once you get to the NFL, everybody's good. Yes, yep. you have separation by overall rosters, but at any given week, any team can win. And we see that. Like when the Jaguars beat the Bills last year, everyone's like, what? How did that happen? But it can happen. And sometimes it leads to 
somewhat fluky seasons, and I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it's possible that the Bears come out with more wins than the majority think right now. It's the eighth easiest schedule. Eberflus is a rookie head coach, but he is well-versed and well-experienced being Mm -hmm. a coach in the National Mm -hmm. Football League, and he's at least – verbally has really shown I and like what he's done like structure wise with his coaching staff like I, I think he has it to be a head coach and he's not trying to get too bogged down uh, with the defense unlike the uh, previous coach who got too bogged down uh, with the offense and I, again Getsy if he just tailors this thing around fields and stays adaptable the offense will be better compared to what it was uh, the last couple seasons as well with the stagnation the stubbornness that we saw under coach Nagy and his kind of offense i'm gonna say kind of offense because it wasn't offense uh, and then no no offense uh, on that one too uh, but no i understand like the lack of quote playmakers on offense but i think they're gonna the volume and spreading the ball around is gonna be helpful and yeah I, I mean i can talk about that i know we're running long but there's a way to win 10 games this year is it going to happen who knows but it's not impossible uh, just with how the schedule shaped out the opponents were playing and competent coaching that i i believe is in place all right, guys. Well, we I, should probably wrap this thing up. Uh, appreciate you guys pulling double duty, uh, working through my electrical problems both earlier today and apparently still on this hour. <laughs> um, thank you for everyone's patience to watching the show today. Um, but hey, this is a technology and it's sometimes how it works. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter. I'm at Adam Hogue. These guys are at Nicholas Moriano and at Will DeWitt. The L's are ones. Make sure you're following us at allchgo.com. Get the memberships, get the T-shirts, get the merch. It's all up there. We appreciate everybody. Uh, Love doing these primetime shows for you. We will not have a show tomorrow because we had two today. So if you missed either of them, there's a podcast available for you to go back and listen to, or they're all available here on YouTube as well. Check them out. Please hit that subscribe button. Please hit notifications so we do. When you, you'll find out when we do these shows at different times. I've seen some comments here tonight about, oh, you didn't know you're starting notifications. They help that. They'll pop right up on your phone and let you know. And uh, please rate, rate and review the pod. Hit that like button. Appreciate it, guys. All right. 17 and 0. It all starts <laughs> week one, Soldier Field against the 49ers. We will talk to you guys on Monday at 11 o'clock. Everybody enjoy their weekend.